another common misconception you need to learn from your mistakes do what you really learn from mistakes you might learn what not to do again but how valuable is that you still don't know what should you do next contrast that with learning from your successes success gives you real ammunition when something succeeds you know what worked and you can do it again and the next time you will probably do it even better Failure is not a prerequisite for success. A Harvard Business School study found already successful entrepreneurs are far more likely to succeed again. The success rate for failure companies is 34%, but entrepreneurs whose company failed the first time has almost the same follow-on success rate as people starting as people starting a company for first time, just 23%. But entrepreneurs whose companies whose companies failed the first time had almost the same follow-on success rate as people starting a company for the first time, just 23%. People who failed before have the same amount of success as people who have never tried at all. Success is an experience that actually counts. You shouldn't be surprised. Surprise! It's exactly it exactly how nature works. Evolution doesn't linger on past failures. It's always building upon what worked, so should you. Planning is guessing. Planning is guessing. Unless you are a fortune dollar, unless you are a, unless you are a fortune teller, long-term business planning is fantasy. There are too many factors that out of your hands, market conditions, competitors, customers, the economy, etc. Writing a plan makes you feel in control of things you can't actually control. Why don't we just cell phones? Why don't you just call plans what they really are? Guesses. Just start referring to your business plans or business guesses, your financial plans as financial guesses, your strategic plans as strategic guesses. Now you can stop worrying about them as much. They are they just and they just aren't worth the stress. When you turn guesses into plans, they they just aren't worth the stress. <clears throat> when you turn when you turn cases into plans you enter a danger zone plan let the past drive the plans let the past drive the future they put blinders on you this is where we are going because well that's where we said we were going and that's the problem. Plans are inconsistent with improvisation, improvisations, improvisation, and you have to be, and you have to be able to improvise. You have to, you have to be able to pick up the opportunities that come along. Sometimes you need to, sometimes you need to say we are going to a new direction. Sometimes you need to say we are going to a new direction because that's what. Makes sense today. The timing of long-range plan is screwed up. Is screwed up to do. You have the most information when you are doing something, not before you have done it. Yet, when do you write a plan? Usually, it's before you have begun. That's the old time to make a big decision. Now, uh, now decision to say you shouldn't think about the future or contemplate contemplate how you might attract the upcoming obstacles. That's a worthwhile exercise. Just don't feel you need to write it down or obsess about obsesses <coughs> about it. If you write a big plan, you will 
most likely never look at it anyway if you write a um, big plan you are you will most likely never look at it anyway anyway plans are just a few pages long uh, for a few pages long just wind up as fossils in your file cabinet give up on guesswork decide what you are going to do the this week not this year decide what you are going to do this week not this year figure it out figure out the most figure out the next important figure out the next next most important thing and do that make decisions right before you are do something not for any advance make decisions right before you do something make decisions right before you do something not far in advance it's okay to wing up it's okay to wing it just get on the plane just get on the plane and go you can pick up a nicer shirt saving cream added to us once you get there working without plan may seem scary working without plan may seem scary but uh, blindly following a plan that has no relationship with the reality is even scarier working without a plan may seem scary but blindly following a plan that has no relationship with the reality is even scarier why grow people ask how big your company it's small talk they are not looking for small answer the bigger the number the more impressive professional and powerful you sound wow nice they will say if you have a hundred plus employee and they will say <coughs> wow nice they will say if you have a hundred plus employees if you are a if if you are small you will get an oh that's nice the former is meant as compliment the letter is just to be polite the former the previous one is meant to be a compliment the letter is just to be polite why is that why is it about growth and business why is expansion always the goal what's the attraction of big besides ego what's the attraction of big besides ego ego you will need a better answer than economics of scale what's wrong with finding the right size and staying there do we look at harvard or oxford do we look at harvard or oxford uh, harvard or oxford and say if they would only expand and branch out and hire thousands more professors and go global open their campuses all over the world then they would be the great schools of course not that's not how you measure the value of their institution so why it, why is it uh, the way we measure uh, so why is it the way we measure businesses maybe the right size for your company is five people maybe it's 40 maybe it's 20 or maybe it's just you and a laptop don't make assumptions about how big you should be ahead of time uh, and don't make assumptions don't make assumptions assumptions about how big you should be ahead of time grow slow and see what feels right premature hiring premature hiring the date of uh, many companies and avoid huge growth avoid huge growth sprouts too they can cause you to skip right over the appropriate size small is just a stepping stone small is just small is just a small small is not just a stepping stone small is a great destination in itself have you ever notice that while small businesses wish they were bigger big businesses dream about being more agile and flexible
and remember once you get big it's hard to shrink without firing people exactly once remember once you get big once you really big once you really once you get big it's really hard to shrink without firing people damaging moral and changing the entire way you do business ramping up doesn't ramping up doesn't have to be doesn't have to be your goal and we are not talking we are not talking just about the number of employees we have either it's also um, ramping up doesn't uh, ramping up doesn't have to be your goal and we are not talking we are not talking and just about the number of employees we have either it's also true for expenses rent ip ip it infrastructure for uh, furnitures etc those things don't just happen to you you decide whether or not to do whether or not to take them on take them on and if you do take them on you will be taking on new headaches to lock in lots of expenses you force yourself into a building a complex business on that's uh, a lot more difficult and stressful to run don't be insecure about aiming to be small business anyone who runs a business that's sustainable and profitable whether it's big or small should be proud workalism Workalism, 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 work plus alcoholism, work plus alcohol plus ism, workalism, workalism. Our culture celebrates the idea of workalism. Our culture celebrates the idea of workaholic, workaholic. Celebrate the idea of workaholic. We hear about the people burning midnight oil. They pull all nighters. They put. Uh, they pull all nighters and sleep all the office. Sleep at the office, it's considered a badge of honor to kill yourself over a project. No amount of work is too much work. Not only not only this is workerism uh, unnecessary, it's stupid. Working more doesn't working more doesn't mean you care more or get uh, you uh, you care more or get more done. It just means you work more. Work colleagues we end up creating more problems than they solve. First of working like uh, first of all, first of all, working like that just isn't sustainable over time. When in the burnout crash come, it will it will hit the much harder. It will hit that much harder. Our colleagues miss the point too. They try to fix problem by throwing shares out at them. They try to make up uh, for intellectual intellectual laziness with the brute force with brute force. They this result in inelegance. Uh, in this results in ill elegance inelegant solutions this result in inelegant solutions oh my God. they even create crises they don't look for the ways to be to be more efficient because they actually like working over time they enjoy feeling like heroes they create problems even unwritingly even unwittingly often unwittingly often unwittingly just so they can get up on working more or colleagues makes the or colleagues makes the people who don't stay late who don't stay late feel inadequate for merely working reasonable or they lead to they lead to that lead to guilt and poor moral around plus it leads to an ascent mentality ascent mentality people stay late out of obligation 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 even if they aren't really be being productive productive if all of if all you do is work you are unlikely to have sound judgment you your values and decision making will end up 
screwed, skewed, skewed. You stop being able to decide what's worth extra effort and what's not, and you wind up just plain tired. You wind up just plain tired. No one makes sharp decision when tired. In the end, our colleagues don't actually accomplish more than non more than non accomplish more than non more than non or colleagues. They may claim to be perfectionist perfectionist, but uh, but that's uh, but that but that just means they are wasting timing fixating on inconsequential details instead of moving on the next task. War colleagues aren't heroes. They don't save the day. They use it up all. They use it up. The real hero is already home. The real hero is already home because she fired out the faster way. She figured out the faster way to get things done. The real hero is already home because already home because she figured out the faster way to get things done. Be a starter. Be a startup. Enough with entrepreneurs. Enough with entrepreneurs. Let let's retire the term. Let's retire the term entrepreneur. It's outdated and loaded with baggage. It means like a member-only club. Everyone should be encouraged to start his own business, not just some rare breed that self identifies self identifies as entrepreneurs. There's a new group of people out there starting business. They are turning profits yet never think themselves as entrepreneurs. A lot of them don't even think themselves as a business owners. They are just doing what they love on their own terms and getting paid for it. It's let's, uh, so let's replace the fancy sounding word in something a bit more down to earth. Instead of entrepreneurs, let's just call them starters. Anyone can, anyone who can create a new business is, is a starter. You don't need to, you don't need an MBA, a certificate, a fancy suit, a briefcase or a above average tolerance for risk. You just need an idea, a touch of confidence and, and push to get started. Try, try again or maybe not. New York Times.